Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Page Chewing. Uh, awesome August, and what a way to wrap it up in grand fashion. Um, this is also a special episode. It's our 25th episode of Page Chewing. I can't believe it's 25 So, uh, uh, for Steve and I. so uh, And once again, thank you, Steve, for allowing me to be your co-host on this on this wonderful endeavor like i said this you know but but this episode is, is special for a variety of reasons um particularly because our guest today is the incredible beth tabler uh, technically our boss uh, so we got to <laughs> behave ourselves sort of uh at uh, the wonderful before we go blog so beth of course is the uh person in charge extraordinaire and also um the uh the editor of uh grimdark magazine so um beth steve and i are just so honored to have you join us thank you so much for coming the honor is all mine i'm i'm so excited I'm kind of nervous so excited <laughs> <laughs> we should be the ones nervous we have the boss in the house man we gotta yeah. sit minor p's and q's <laughs> oh right like you know how our 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 internal chat goes there's no <laughs> minor yeah, p's and q's that's true <laughs> that's true yeah that's a good point that's 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 true, man. So we have the best uh, chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 for those of you, um, and we're gonna let Beth talk about this before I go blog. The atmosphere that Beth has created for us to flourish is just incredible. It's it's just phenomenal. Like it's the place to be. Like you know, it's just it's so happy awesome. to hear that. So all thanks to you. So, yeah, I just wanted everybody to be able to be themselves. Like everybody's got their own voice and I want to give them a platform for their voice. So yeah. there's no, everybody's got their own reviewing style. <laughs> we review books multiple times because we have multiple points of view, you know? Yeah. And those are some really unique features. I think that are uncommon to a lot of blogs that you yeah. give that, you know, that latitude that for that creative freedom. So hats, kudos to you, man. It, it's just oh, incredible. Thanks. Yeah. It's really, it's really going strong. It's great. How did, well, what made you start the blog? How did that come to be? It's so, uh, four years ago, I created a blog before we go to, to do like my bucket list. Cause I'm a big list person. Hence the, before we go <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm going along like, one year I set a goal for myself to try 50 different whiskeys because I love whiskey. So I, you know, I wanted to learn about whiskey. So I tried 50 different whiskeys and one year was 50 different types of fruit, which is actually quite difficult to do. Um, and I was, I was doing that, but I was doing a lot of book stuff because I've always been a big book person and I just did more book stuff and more book stuff and more book stuff. And then the, um, blog December blog ember where you're where you post a a, a blog post every day of December I'm like well, I could do that I could do that I could do a review I've got lots of books I can review and then I did that and then something came up in January so I did that and and then the blog just kind of became a book blog and so I have before we go <laughs> as the as the name of the blog but it's a book blog. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Like, so like that, what, you know, and for those of, and even we who are a part of your blog, you know, have no comprehension of how much time and energy and effort you've, you've put into making 
this blog such a, a, a top-notch um, outfit? And like, so how long have you been doing this? And and what goes into actually making a successful blog? Like, uh, just to just to remind people, you know, a stabby a nominated, uh, you know, blog. Like, what what goes into all that? Um. Well, I think first you have to figure out what you want to say, and then you got to write it down. And the writing down part is really difficult. And then you got to put yourself out there, which is really scary. <laughs> and then you got to learn to format and stuff, and then. I learned later what, about SEO, which is search engine optimization, and you go from there. And that you, you know, market market yourself and get interested in the community and start meeting people because the community is amazing. Mm-hmm. And and you just go from there. You know, don't judge yourself by how successful other blogs are. If you've got something to say, somebody's going to want to hear it. Even if it's one person, you will change that person's life in some way. You will, you know, you will make a connection with your favorite thing, which is a book, and you will share it, and it's worth doing. And and I went, that's what I did, and it kind of went from there. And I was a one-woman outfit until, what, last year? Last year. And I, you know, I was like, I, I don't want to be one woman anymore. I want, I want other people. I want to, you know, let's make this bigger. And so I started inviting people to join me and it's gone from there. I think we have 20 people now or so. Yeah. So how do you decide who to invite? How do you, what, what kind of criteria are you looking for, for people that will fit in or their style or what's, what, what are the main things you look for? People that will... Well, people who enjoy books, obviously, and people who would enjoy the the, the back, backstage culture, if you will. Um, that's a that's about it. You know, I, I don't like if they have if somebody has issues writing blogs or stuff, that's all stuff that you can learn and grow. And, you know, that's all fine. Just somebody who wants to connect, wants to meet people, wants to be a part of it. I, I do try to be very wide in what we cover. So we have a lot of different focuses. You know, like we have fantasy romance and we have people who um, really like to read a lot of queer books and do that kind of representation. And then we have people who do a lot of arcs and some people who do a lot of self-published stuff and, you know, science fiction. And so we cover the gamut. I don't want to just be completely focused on one one thing. One thing that surprised me is, uh, and you had mentioned it about how everyone has a, has a different reviewing style. So mm-hmm. I was really surprised when when uh, when I was approached because my my blogs are like you know this big. That's <laughs> fine. A, but it's but it's great to have you know people who some people prefer the longer reviews and some people prefer mm-hmm. shorter. So it's nice to have uh, you know everything you know nice to have options for anyone looking for a review so it's really great like uh, uh lenny has a really great review style have you read any of her mm-hmm. she she almost writes them like a letter you know she's she's writing a letter to the person who's reading the review and that's that's fabulous that's a really great great way and then mr uh pl, PL here has the the most amazing <laughs> reviews <laughs> like uh, 
I I wish I wish I could write reviews a tenth as well as you do. You just they're oh, so yeah, no. oh they're so good. You're a fantastic reader, Brett. I, I learn from you all the time. I love your reviews. Uh, thank you, but I'm humbled by it. But, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We, we have such an incredible team, and as as you both are talking about the diverse talents, we have booktubers like Steve, you know Taylor. We have authors, mm -hmm. you know. So many of them uh, involved in some fantastic authors, Gia McNair and 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 and, and all these people that are uh, involved and just come together with all these different backgrounds, and we just mm -hmm. kind of make this really cool team. And that's like I said, the atmosphere is like nothing else, and that's you've created that for us. So, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, oh, it's it's my pleasure. It's one of the best best things in my life. I'm doing, you know, it makes me really happy. And you've been absolutely killing everything. Like, so how, like, how are you, okay, so, you know, you've talked to me about, about, I don't know how you do it, honestly. Like, I have no idea. Like, but, so you're, you're, you're I mean, Before Go Blog is, is a very popular blog. Mm -hmm. um, you have a lot of uh, diverse content. Um, and you're also, uh, you know, one of the, the head people of Grimdark Magazine. Can you talk, for those who aren't aware of what, Grimdark Magazine is and what you do and what your role is. Can you expand on that, Dima? Sure, sure. I'm the I'm the procurement editor for the issues of Grimdark Magazine. Uh, so I go out and I pitch to different authors, publicists, whatever, and put together um, issues. Uh, and I do a lot of interviewing. You know, I you know, I get the interviews and I get everything rolling and contract stuff and try to get a cohesive, interesting issue that people are going to want to read. Uh, it's a new position. You know, this this one coming up is my first like full issue that um, I've ever done completely pretty much by myself. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's it's really coming together beautifully. It's, and I work with Miss Sarah Chorn, who is a goddess, who's a goddess, and she is, she's the editor, like she goes and does the actual editing and works with the authors and we work in tandem with each other. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, and yeah, and, and on the side, you know, I help get stories up on GDM and, you know, a lot of the leadership stuff with GDM, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. We got a full plate there. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's only, we only do four issues a year, though. So it's not like monthly. We have four issues a year. So that's not so bad. Quarter, quarterly issues. And the one in October, seriously, the one in October, if everything glows according to plan, it's it's going to be a cool issue. I'm I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited. Sarah talked a little bit about it on uh on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Sarah, both of you, I wonder how you have enough time in the day because you have so many things going on and you make it look easy. So, do you? How do you manage your time? How do you decide? how to allocate your time. It's funny, I had just had this conversation with my husband. Um, I'm homeschooling my daughter and taking care of my elderly parents and then 
and then this and i'm trying to like <sighs> i try to uh break everything off into blocks like i'll spend x amount of time doing this and x amount of time doing that and i try not to get overwhelmed i just plan out everything as we go along and it's it it you know sometimes i miss stuff but i have great assistant editors on on uh before we go so we're getting up to speed with that too and i will get posts going out like we have a big backlog of posts you yeah. know because this is the technology stuff that's kind of uh in the way learning the technology stuff how was it for you to start the blog and to have it be your baby and then to have so many people involved is it weird was it a little weird at first or no. what was that like I, I I thought it was amazing. Yeah, so it was my baby, but now it's our blog, and I get to share this thing, this uh, mm -hmm. you know, my love of books. It's just an extension of what I already like to do, you know. And yeah, yeah it was fine. It was wonderful. The more, the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of us there. <laughs> And uh, with with Grimdark Magazine, uh, I, I'm sure you get asked this all the time. It's one of one of the questions we ask almost everyone we talk to <laughs> is, "What is Grimdark to you? What does that term mean to you?" Because everyone has a different. <laughs> so uh, originally, Grimdark was like Warhammer. Mm -hmm. You know, it was uh, really dark situations, uh, very morally gray characters, and I think it's kind of evolved to just be very adult fantasy you know actually very adult science fiction or fantasy because you can have grim dark science fiction also you know um <clears throat> characters have agency they have choices they can be good they can be bad they don't have a, a set hero path to follow like the hero's journey that doesn't apply in grim dark you know um Grimdark, the, the good characters can die. Like George R.R. R. Martin has no problem killing off characters, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's Grimdark to me. It's not it's not violence porn, you know, like like just violence for the sake of violence. We don't, it's not Grimdark. That's um that actually has a term. Uh Splatterpunk, I think. Something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, just dark, just a dark, morally gray thing. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Yeah, it, it, does. <laughs> it does. I, I, again, I have to, I have to plug Steve's video. What it was, Grimdark was a fabulous video that, that really, I think, you know, as just like your explanation, Beth, really cut to the heart of what I think a lot of people uh, think about when they ponder what is Grimdark. What 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 attracts you, Beth, to Grimdark and and the grittier side, and now obviously being the editor of Grimdark magazine, like what what is it that gets you you know jazzed about reading Grimdark as a as a subgenre? I like a little mud on my characters. I like I like the the characters I read to have a little bit of a. They've been through it. I, I I like not knowing what choices they're going to make or what they're going to say. Um, 
I don't know. It's like once I went grimdark, I couldn't go back. <laughs> like I, could, I have a difficult time reading sweet novels now, like sweet and happy and cheerful novels. My like whole dark, grim, dark, loving heart won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I've always been attracted. I like horror a lot. And so I've always been attracted to really dark stories. I grew up on Stephen King. Yeah, 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 for, absolutely. Yeah. So, so who are some of your uh, your grimdark faves? faves what are, what are some I more? have one. I have one with me actually. Oh. I just read it. Oh, Maleficent! I love Sorry. this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, imagine all of the the horrible bad guys from Disney, you know, all coming together for a quest. <laughs> just. They're so bad. It's all the villains coming together for a quest. And they're not gentle villains at all. They're just, they're villains. It's, it's so great. <laughs> it's so much fun to read. <sighs> and that's the Maleficent 7? Is that the Yeah, it's Maleficent 7 by uh, Cameron Johnston. Okay. Yeah. That's on my TBR somewhere I haven't. Uh, oh, you'll love it. You'll love it. It's it's a standalone, and it's just really fun. I also um, like the Gray Bastards series. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you just read. Yeah, Steve. Uh, again, um, Steve. Steve was someone who got me onto that. I'd heard about it a lot about it, and I'd been I'd been uh, because of SPFBO. Obviously, you know, I'm pretty pretty now, especially under your uh, direction, <laughs> pretty wound up in the SPFBO scene. So, uh, you know, but yeah, Jonathan Wrench and, and Steve did a great interview with John Fred. Great guy, really mm -hmm. charismatic, funny, you know, warm guy. And, um, you know, I definitely, uh, that book, um, you know, I'm looking forward to book two. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's dark, right? And I, I can see why some people would take exception with some of the stuff that, that happens in that book, how it's done and said, but overall brilliant. He's a brilliant writer. He's a brilliant writer. So here's the reason why the man has a crooked star and, why he mm -hmm. uh, managed to, you know, on the heels of SPFPO, get a get a traditional publishing deal and all that. Like he's, you know, he's he's an excellent author. Yeah, it's 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 just really fun. Mm -hmm. I don't even. It's dark, but I don't think it's like excessively violent or anything. I mean, everything's very purposeful mm -hmm. in it. And it's just, I love the whole concept. Matter of fact, um, I. I sent a copy to my uh 73 year old mom to read <laughs> she's like she wanted to know what grimdark was i'm like well <laughs> i got a book for you <laughs> and now she can't read anything else but grimdark it's really funny <laughs> I, i'm telling you like between you uh and steve definitely because especially working with him on page two, he's he's really started to influence my reading choices. Like, you know, seventy percent of the books now are because I see Steve put something up or he, he does his recaps or something, and I, oh, I got to read that. So, you know, now it's very much he's, he's now my good friend here. He's, he's uh, I'm definitely reading a lot of books that he's suggesting, and um, you know, I think as well because being part of the community, as you know, Beth, you know, you 
you know, you, you get to know all these, these authors that become friends and colleagues and, and comrades and we're all, you know, love our books and love of writing and all things writing community. We get, you know, we've had the privilege of, you know, getting to know some of these great, especially Grimlock authors, the, the, mm-hmm. the Michael R. Fletchers and the, the Clayton Snyders and the Rob Hayes and all these people, the Van Galleys and, you know, um, yeah, and it's just, it's just incredible that Grim, you know, a lot of, especially the indie Grimdark writers, I mean, they're, I mean, they're people that we all, you know, know and love, right? So. Right. Right. Which is really cool. It's funny. I, ben Galley has a quote that he uses all the time for his books. And that is actually my quote. And I think it's awesome that I keep seeing it on his books because it's, it, I, I said that, that this is the quintessential Grimdark book because it was. And I see that this is like Grimdark magazine and stuff, but it's everywhere. I see it every time I see his books. It says the quintessential Grimdark book. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me so happy. <laughs> it's, it's so cool to be quoted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, and you, um, you had mentioned before about um, interviews. That's that's a big part of your your what you love to do and part of your role um, mm-hmm. in Belisha role in Grimdark, right? You've had some incredible interviews over your career. I don't know how half of them, but the ones I've heard of, like, wow, you've interviewed some really high profile uh, yeah. creators. Like, can you talk about some of them, some of the ones that you've sure. done for those that people that don't know? Sure, sure. Um, let's see. Well, I can tell you, I interviewed one of my favorite, the author of one of my favorite books, um, uh, Niels uh, Stevenson. And <laughs> that was like, that was, that was a lot. Uh, we talked a lot about um, science and computers and, you know, how technology, writing about technology. And I did do a lot of research to interview him. It was, it's kind of scary. Uh, but the interview turned out great. Um, let's see, who else? I interviewed Chuck Wendig. And uh, he was really cool, super cool guy. Uh, Love his books. Matter of fact, he's got a new Wanderer book, the second Wanderer book coming out, which I'm really excited about. Uh, What I do with interviews is I try to read their um, bibliography or as much of their bibliography as possible. And then I do tons of research on their history and you know what their likes dislikes i watch a lot of other interviews i try to get to know them as people and then i write my interview questions and then interview them so the bigger the backstory the longer it takes for me to do it uh see who else uh God, see, see, here's the problem. Like, I here, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Grimdark Magazine up. I have. You guys are gonna be to see this. I go blank when it comes to book titles or this kind of thing, like interviews. I can't remember stuff. Oh. Let's see, who else did they interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whenever you get put on the spot, it's easy to forget everything. Yeah, it just goes poof. Um, I interviewed Paul Tremblay. It was amazing. And Grady Hendrix. Oh, wow. And, um, oh, yeah. Let's see, interviews. Mark Lawrence. Yeah, wow. Um, 
And he only does like uh like written interviews too, right? He only does uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's see. So that's huge. That's huge that you got to. <laughs> Let's see. Uh Foz Meadows, who did um, mm-hmm. a strange and stubborn endurance. I just interviewed Wesley Chu. Wow. Who who wow. was who wow. whose new book, by the way, is fabulous. Everybody should read that book. That's the book he's always wanted to write. Uh, let's see, uh, Chris Panettiere, Panettiere. Um, he did Stringers, science fiction, re- super recommend. Let's see, Robert Jackson Bennett, I've interviewed twice. And he is super, super amazing. He just finished off his, uh, uh, God, it escapes me, the trilogy. He just finished his trilogy, The Key. Uh, oh, founders. He just finished founders the trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Those are some. Those are some huge, huge names in the community. Let's see, Ben Aronovich. Um, if you read Urban Fantasy, super recommend his books. Cal Cade, David Slayton, John Birmingham, Scott Drakeford. <laughs> Benedict Jack, Ken Liu. Ken oh, Liu. Wow. Really yeah. Cool. wow. Yeah. Yeah, he so was really cool. Uh, yeah, it was just Josh Mallerman, um, Kevin Hearn. Uh, oh, what's his name? The, the guy who wrote um, What the Martian? Oh, um, Andy Weir? Andy Weir. Yeah. yeah, interviewed Andy Weir. Wow. And yeah. and he's funny. So he wrote a short story. It takes it's like five pages long. I think it's called The Egg. And there's like a religion that has developed around the idea of this short story. And he's like, I wrote it in the afternoon, you guys. Like it's just a story. <laughs> <laughs> a religion has formed? Yeah, kind wow. of. Like it's a it's wow. a you know, I'm sure it doesn't have a lot of members. But um, yeah, it's it's a very philosophical short story, and yeah, it, it, I can't get into it too much of it. Like it, we're all the same person, just in different parts of one single journey. Yeah. <laughs> well, anywhere wrote it, so it sounds it sounds you know it's something I'd want to read. So yeah oh he his his latest book was really cool too you should add that to your uh to read list yeah, oh definitely no hail absolutely Ma- hail mary hail mary yeah yeah, yeah. I, saw, I keep seeing it around so hail yeah. mary of course like you i'm sure my tbr list is just i mean i can't even talk about it it's, it's... my tbr list is four thousand books long like i'm <laughs> on goodreads it's four thousand books <laughs> wow. yeah wow so i just i i i yeah i'm never gonna get through my tbr i'm gonna fall over and kill me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, austin is dropping by nice to make you for some page listening hello austin thanks for thanks for coming by austin yeah absolutely Uh, you mentioned uh stephen king and i i wanted to you had mentioned during one of our streams about it that you just you can't get i I can't i can i can curse right yeah go for it fuck it (laughs) fuck that book oh god fuck that book so hard it's so awful i can't do it 
I get to halfway through that book and then I have to stop because clowns and nightmares and just, oh. <laughs> I could read just about anything and that stupid book keeps stumping me. I, I, one of my goals is to read Stephen King's entire catalog. And I have read two, two thirds of the catalog or so. And it is one of those books that I just, no, no, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to DNF and say, tried hard. <laughs> wow. Steve, you, 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 you had some issues with King too, right? Like with some of his stuff. Yeah, there's a, it, he's really hit or miss for me. Um, I, I couldn't, I can never get through it. I keep getting uh -huh. up halfway. Um, I got, I really loved 11, 22, 63. Everybody loves that book. I yeah, haven't I read it book. yet, but a lot of people, big yeah. fan of that book. He just, uh, I DNF the Dark Tower. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. Um, it's just, I didn't like the Dark Tower. He just goes on, it just, everything is really stretched. And it's like let's get to the let's get to it and there's lots of tangents and side and it's sometimes I just mm -hmm. think he likes to show off like look how great of a writer I am let's talk for fifty pages about this, a doorknob I don't yeah this that makes <laughs> no difference like I, I don't want to hear about this for you know pages and pages so yeah he's really hit or miss his his early stuff is super great his his I think and pardon me for saying it but his cocaine years. You know, like, I'm sorry. It's like, it's a very different style. He writes better uh, no, under the influence? I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Just saying it's different stylistically. Oh. Uh, like, you know, The Shining and Carrie and Pet Cemetery, Misery. Misery's rough. Have you read Steve? Have you read Misery? Oh, Misery's a great book. Yeah, oh great my book. gosh! I think she's one of the best villains ever written. Yes, yes. Great book. great book. Psychological. Yeah. Torture. Psychological and physical torture. Yeah. And the and the scene, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> He's a brilliant writer, no question. Yeah. I would say. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I actually prefer his his, his older stuff too. Uh, our friend Daniel, Mr. Dr. Puffin stuff is here. Yeah. He says, my TBR is four books. <laughs> four book tubers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to look at my, my list. It's ridiculous. How, how do you make choices, Beth, about your, your TBR? How do you decide, you know, is, is it an order that you keep sorting through to re-rank? Is it, you know, I'm just going to pick something off it randomly that tickles my mood now? Or like, what, how do you? make those choices so technically like i'm a mood reader but because i've got interviews and things i need to do um i have to to like focus on a specific thing so i have a folder um i do a lot of reading on my kindle just for ease because i have so many i go back and forth between my parents house where i do i have three books i have an audiobook usually a graphic novel and the book that I'm reading. And if I just focus on those three books at a time and not try to think about the, the amount of books that I have, I don't get overwhelmed. And then every time I, I finish one of those, I can pick up another. 
and that that's how I have to do it like because otherwise like I have 1347 books on my Kindle <laughs> it's just wow yeah wow <laughs> yeah do, do you so I, because obviously you said there's certain books you have to read because you mm-hmm. know arcs and things like that whatever do you ever go through reading slumps because yes. of some of the content that you you gotta have you're compelled to read versus what you want to read do you go through yeah very much so I, matter of fact i was just in a reading slump I, it, it happens after sometimes after i read a really good book i read a really good book and then i'm just I can't quite figure out the next book to read because everything kind of pales in comparison to the book that I just read. I read The Golden Enclaves um, by Naomi Novik, and it's really, really excellent. And for a while there, I was just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. This is not working. This is not working. I couldn't get into anything Hmm. at all. Yeah, you, you you have slums, Steve. Like, what do you do to bust bust slums? I read short stories. Um, I keep dabbling in stuff till I get like a like a hook into something, you know. Or I I talk to people. Like I talk to our group. What are you reading? What are you reading? What sounds good? You know, and that's how I do it. And if it's I also have a difficult time with books with a lot of um, world building, like a lot of talky, talky, talky world building instead of getting to go with the action and and dialogue and stuff. So I have to watch out for that too, is that that can put me into a reading slump too, if I try to try to get through one of those. What about you guys? How do you get out of a reading slump? Uh, I read short, just like you, I read short stories or, or a quick novella, like a hundred page yeah. novella just to get through it, just to have that, have that feeling like with a short story, you have that satisfaction of finishing it and it kind of, you can build momentum Yeah, and it's, there's something different. So you're not stuck. And if you don't, if you're not enjoying the short story, it doesn't last very long. So mm-hmm. there's a light at the end of the tunnel. What about you, PL? What do you do? I think I tend to um, grab the books that, I feel that I come compelled to read first, and then I'll read one of those. And then the, and obviously all books are great. I'm not, I'm not trying to, but just personal taste, obviously, right? And then I grab that book that I really, really, really want to read that I've been holding off on, and then I'm all jazzed again. And then I kind of alternate it that way. Um, but I'm very, I'm, I'm much. It's funny, actually, thanks to being uh, under best leadership and just blogging things like that. I'm a lot more choosier just watching, you know, the pros like Beth and some people in our blog who are really like they're pro bloggers, like they're they're really great at their craft. Like listening to them and and hearing them and getting advice and just just you know soaking up you know um, you know what they're saying. Just yeah, I I'm much more choosy about what I read now. I I I, I if a book sounds like mm, you know and still trying to read diverse books and books that. Mm-hmm. you know, step out of my comfort zone, I really picked those books that, okay, I think that by the, the back of a blurb and everything my friends and colleagues are saying and everything I'm seeing about it with all the reviews, like, that's a book for me. And if it's not, I tend to push it back, right? I might try it later, but I tend to, like, push it down the TBR. So. 
I have a couple reviewers that I follow that have a very similar, that like similar books that I do. And I use that as a, as a gauge also like Petrick and Mihir. Um, oh, yeah. They like very similar books that I do specifically Mihir. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he likes grimdark and he loves urban fantasy. So we are, yeah. He likes, and he likes the, he likes the plot, the, the, the plot. Exactly. He doesn't like he the world building. He's very much, yeah, he, uh, He's always, we're always having this tease, this tease thing going about Malazano. He's like, you know, because uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually enjoyed, um, you know, the first book. And again, Steve, Steve was the one that really, you know, Steve and people around me like AP Canada and, and, and Phil Chase and all these people that keep hyping up. So I was like, I had to see what it was about and I, I read it and I, I did enjoy it. I struggled with it, but I enjoyed it enough to keep going. And I always said, if I, if I, Stop enjoying them with tap out, right? Because it's 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 a lot of books in that series. So, but uh, yeah, like um, I, I I think you know, and I, I watch how you do things, Beth, because you have such a diverse you know strata. Read like you read graphic novels, you read horror, you read sci-fi, you read you know like. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever get stuck in a particular subgenre or genre though? Do you ever go for like you feel like you can't break out? Like I know that's happened to me. Like I'm reading a bunch of say. Horror, and I'm just like I'm in that horror phase, and like I have to keep re- and then, but I feel like I should go back to fantasy or sci-fi. But do you ever kind of feel you get stuck in these kind of these grooves, pushing in one direction? Um, yeah, I get on tangents, if you will. Like I get on, you know, I read horror book after horror book after horror book or urban fantasy. I do that a lot with urban fantasy. Um, but there are no rules. I can stay in urban fantasy to my little heart's content. I mean, I can just, I can read all of urban fantasy, which I've read a lot of urban fantasy. Um, yeah. And then if I've decided I've got saturated, okay, this is enough. Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I also read a lot of novellas for a lot of the same reasons that um, Steve said. I love novellas. I don't think they get near enough um, love in the reading community because their novellas are very, very stylistically, very specific. You have to tell a big story with few words and not everybody can do that. Yeah, you're right. And, and I, I, I'm really starting to put, purposely put novellas in my TBR, especially after reading um, Zemil Akhtar's um, you know, Death first of all, Death Rider, Steve and, and myself and Taylor for maybe two pages. Another member, great member of the blog and Lana from More Lullabies. Um, you know, we are, we kind of, you know, we have this this really great vibe going on. We kind of nicknamed ourselves the Avengers and just we got this special <laughs> little thing uh, going on. And, and Demille is just a fantastic writer. And, and, and his, you know, his novella really inspired me to, you know, uh, I have Ryan Cahill's. Uh, one of his, the XL, prepped up, but like I'm going to start reading more and more. I promise myself because the short, quick reads. I'm a fast reader. Mm-hmm. Um, I devour books. I prefer my chonkers, but you know, like as you know. But uh, yeah, I think the novels are a nice little break, and just it's a quick read that you know can really get your juices going for reading other stuff. So. <laughs> who who do you think are are writers that can do no wrong? Have you ever read any writers who just have not done a poor book? Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Who do you think? 
Do you want to go first, Steve? Who do you, who's 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 your like can't miss? For me, it's Richard now. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm can... trying to think of someone who's written more than just a couple, because um, all of it, his four books and short stories that I've read, I've no complaints. Um, let's see who else. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else I've I've read that I didn't have any major issues with. I'm sure I'll think of somebody here in a minute as soon as we're uh, <laughs> as soon as we move on. But yeah, well, who's one of yours, Bill? Well, I got tons. Like uh, Bernard Cornwell. I will I will read anything the man writes. It, God let him live a long, long life. He's I think he's in seventies now, but I'll read anything he writes without without reservation. Um, Jenny Wirtz, yeah, Jenny Wirtz, just just she just she just <laughs> there's 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 no explanation as to <laughs> how skilled she is as a writer. It's just on a completely different level. It's not for everybody, but I mean, her mastery of language is just. It's um, Miles, Miles slash Christian Cameron, another writer that that you know uh, John Gwynn. I know Steve. I know Steve is not necessarily a Gwynn fan, but I, I I love Gwynn stuff. I just I I eat it up. Uh, George R. R. Martin. Still, you, you know, I'm not a really a big fan of him. Yeah, I I, I yeah I haven't really got. I have had a difficult time reading his books. They haven't quite grabbed me as much as I would I would like. It's not very big. Oh, finally, N.K. M.K. Jemison. I'll read anything N.K. Jemison writes, and I think Peter Jilly Clark is going to be one of those. I actually was going to say Peter Jilly Clark. He can't he he can't write anything bad. I am he reading Ring Shout was like reading a book that's going to be taught in school in the future as like great literature mastery. It's just so good. Yeah. He's an sure, academic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, he's a professor. I believe he's an academic. So. Just it's amazing. Alex Harrow, you know, even, even stuff that are not, that's not, you know, fabulous, incredible is still way above other things other the level of other books uh speaking of, of novellas daniel barnett his uh nightmareland chronicles is i'm convinced that's going to be a, a movie or a, a tv miniseries someday it's so good and it's uh he's very very talented he's i i'm convinced he will be a household name eventually um and also halo scott the rift cycle i really enjoyed that one too I don't know that one. I'm gonna write. Yeah. I need to learn my paper. It is, uh, <laughs> it is very, it is very dark and violent, and uh, uh, yeah, but it is, it's, it's a great, a great ride. I think one that is going to be for me is based on again, Steve, uh, Steve, curse you, ours, uh, our Scott Backer or Baker. I think, I think he's going to be like, I, I, I like, I love his stuff. Um, <laughs> just love it, uh, Tessa Gratton. Uh, she, um, traditional published writer, she's, you know, sure her duology, it's Shakespearean. It's great. It, I mean, that's my language. You're speaking my language now. It's just her prose is, you know, I'm a sucker for the, the lyrical flowery, you know, gooey, gooey, sappy prose. And that's, she's, Natanya uh, <laughs> Barron, who Steve and I had on here, uh, she writes a lot of Arthurian stuff again, just phenomenal. She's, uh, I got one. 
Adrian Tchaikovsky. He's on my TV. I haven't read him. You know, you really like him? Yeah. He is a man who, who writes everything, every type of book. And he is a, his novellas are fantastic. But he can write novellas and he can write long, long books. Oh, yeah. I've never read anything of his that hasn't been just top notch. Ogres. He released Ogres last year. And um, Ogres is amazing. Okay. I check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think Baker will. I, I wanted to say Baker, but I've only read one book. But the one book I have read is next level. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many great authors out there now. Um, like Laura Hightower, there's Catherine McCarthy's, there's the, um, especially in horror, there's lots of uh, lots of great authors in horror right now. Oh yeah, horror horror. There's so many great authors in horror. There's mm-hmm. there's, just there's, there's just yeah yeah got to keep up. Yeah. 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 Well, what. Beth, you know, what do you, um, I want to ask you a bit again for people who, who aren't aware because, you know, you, you, you've had such a distinguished career, you know, it, you know, and I know it's still a long way to go, but um, so self-published books, SBFBO, the whole scene, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you you are, 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 you know, a judge, obviously, I've been for a long time. You're on the ground, you know, early on and seeing how SBFBO developed and what's become now, um, you know, for those of you who Obviously, you may, you may be tuned out of where it's self-published fantasy blog off started by Mark Lawrence uh, with mm-hmm. a bunch of bloggers. Uh, can you talk about that and like SPFPO, what you think about it, you know, where it's going, what it's doing for self-published fantasy, you know, what's the landscape, you know, you've been on the scene for a while. How's the landscape changed between self-published books, traditional published books? Like what's... what's so SPFPO, self-published fantasy blog off, uh, every year, 300 self-published fantasy books are entered into this competition, and 10 uh, teams go through those 300 books, and they pick a winner. And uh, the winner gets, you know, a nice little prize, and it's more about the journey than it is, you know, what you get at the end. But you get a lot of uh, people with their eyes on your book that you wouldn't necessarily have had. I think it's great. The, the, thing, the thing that I see uh, with self-published novels is I see the whole landscape of uh, publishing changing, just completely changing. Like we don't have brick and mortar stores as much as we used to. So that is becoming less important, getting Books in Barnes and Noble, I think, is becoming less important. And I think books that are self-published, that get a lot of people interested in stuff, is becoming much more important and more reads. And I, I just, I see that transition. You know, that the quality, honestly, the quality is on par with, with traditional. And a lot of times self-published books are better than some of the the trad books that i've read Mm -hmm. you know just from a like even just punctuation and stuff like a lot of them are better they probably because they have to be you know they've they've got a much steeper hill to climb than uh than trad books do and the cool thing about self-published books 
is that they can be anything. You know, like trad books have to follow, uh, you know, we're really into vampires right now. So all the vampire fiction that you could possibly get out there, we need to get out there. Uh, but self-published books are like, I want to write about fairies. I want to write about Atlantis, you know? Mm-hmm. I want I want to write about Grimdark and, and half-ogre or half-orc creatures that ride giant hogs, you know? <laughs> like, although he's trad now, but he started self-published. Yeah, like, they can do that. They have that ability. Well, you don't necessarily have that in traditional you know, it's difficult with novellas to get, from what I understand, to get novellas um, published and out there unless you are in a, like a real existing author with a fan base. But, you know, you write a novella and you're a self-published author, you just pop it out there on Amazon if you want to. And people read it. Oh. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's amazing. That's why I have 1,300 books on my Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> how how many um how many arcs do you do you get offers for um, let's say in a month how many how many how many times do you get contact and by an author Uh, says i have an arc would you like to review it um i have our arcs closed and i still get about five a day and it's closed like i think if we opened up our uh we're open for reviews it would be, I don't have a system in place to deal with how many we would get, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. Um, I do get some from traditional, uh, like, but getting arcs from traditional is kind of a different path than, you know, getting arcs and stuff from self-published authors. It's a, it's a little bit different. You kind of have to go seek out what you want to read. Yeah, we have, <laughs> I'm definitely not to the level of I come home and there's a stack of books waiting for me, like, you know, John Scalzi. <laughs> not like that at all. I get so tickled if I get anything in the mail whatsoever. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that's, but, the, that's the answer. But yeah, seriously, I think if we opened up, it'd be crazy. So you, you get five a day and we're closed. Yeah, we're five a day and we're closed. Wow. Yeah, and I can't even I can't even answer them. You know, I want yeah, to answer yeah. every single one, but uh, you know, I I just I and I want to do um, our indie spotlight and get that up and running. But honestly, and everybody who's watching, I we're gonna do these things. It's just it's a it's a lot, and there's you know, we got to get things rolling. I've done. You know, uh, I have about a hundred of those. I did about a hundred of them. Wow, that's amazing. The indie spotlights. Yeah, they're fantastic. I... I've read some of the ones previously. They're they're great. Yeah, you really get to know an author and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. How how does so? I'm speaking of that and with with uh, Grimdark especially, Beth, because I know we're talking about the scene changing. Like, you know, there was a time where I remember first um, when I first started checking up Grimdark magazine, like you had to be you know, pretty well traditionally published and or the top, the upper echelon of, of sales with, with um, indie publishing to even get a sniff of, of mm-hmm. magazine, right? So, um, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying like, you know, for a lot of self-published authors, that was something, it, it wasn't going to happen unless, 
you know, you were, you were, is that, do you, do you think that's going to change somewhat? With, for, with for Grim Dark Magazine? Yeah. Um, we do, we do uh, self-published author stuff all the time. It's just not as, we don't do as much of it as we do um, trad stuff. But if you look at our stuff that we've done in the past, we have a ton of interviews. We've got, um, I know that I did an open call for authors for stories last year. And I read 130 um, short stories wow. for, for the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. we, we, <laughs> we do stuff. It's just not as much as um, we do the traditional stuff. Yeah. Wow. But again, it's all that work. Like, it's just, like, I don't know how you, you run, you essentially run these two. I don't, Adrian, Adrian is the man, like at Grimdark Magazine. He is the head editor. He is the one that puts together um, the Kickstarters, you know, and the, uh, great compilations of stories and stuff. He's got one coming out. Well, we have one coming out. Um, uh, the King Will Fall, the King yeah. Must Fall. Yeah, the, the, the authors in it are crazy. And he's very good at that side. But we were getting so, so big, like we were just, that we decided to um, pull it apart a bit. And I loved doing the magazine stuff. So I started doing the, the taking that chunk and doing the magazine stuff. Yeah, he's still there. I still pepper him with questions. I talk to him every single day, <laughs> all day. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met him. Um, I drove to San Diego to meet him when he was in town for business. Which is very neat. He's very tall. <laughs> very, very tall man. <laughs> I want to uh, catch up on some comments really quickly. Uh, Austin, I need to try to continue it. I need to try to continue it. And I yeah. think I borrowed Pet Cemetery or something like it from the library, but I never finished, but I enjoyed both. Uh, I borrowed Carrie just recently, and I like the opening quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it is only 300-ish pages, which is anywhere from a quarter <laughs> to half the size of most books coming up on my TBR. Yeah, that's always a plus. That's very true. Uh, I do want to make my way through these and then make my way up to the Dark Tower, but this is all after trying to catch up on Sanderson. Those are more thick books. And for the last uh, medal, probably going to try Peel's book oh, first. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm honored. Uh, I'm, first book. I'm honored. Yeah. Thank you. And there's uh, so many self-published books. Not enough Too time. much to read. I'm right with you, Austin. I'm yeah, right yeah, I'm you. there too. Yeah, we're, I think we're all there, Austin. That 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 TBR is just oh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and Austin, appealing. yeah, he also likes likes to uh, get through slumps. Uh, read it with sounds appealing. Short stories and reading something else that is more appealing can help a lot. Mood reading. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And uh, Legends of the Brave Heart. <laughs> <here. laughs> well, hello, Legends of the Brave Heart. <laughs> And Austin did have a question for us. I hear that okay. there's a lot of good self-published horror and indie horror, or indie horror, if that makes sense. Do you guys have any recommendations in that regard? You know, I am not a hundred percent up on indie horror, um, but mother mother horror is on uh, mm -hmm. Twitter. If you Sadie, her name mm -hmm. is Sadie. Let me let me get you the the address. Her Sadie Hartman, Queen. Yep. Uh, the queen of horror yeah mother horror or mother horror let's see she is at 
um, Sadie, S-A-D-I-E-H-A-R-T-M-A-N-N. She, she's the queen. She's the queen of horror. So she's got um, night nightworms. She's got oh, yeah, a publishing thing now. Yeah. yeah. And she works a lot with indie horror. Yeah. So she's got her finger in it. So just follow her and you'll find out all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. There's a, there's lots of great indie writers out right now, like Catherine McCarthy. She wrote some that's really great short stories, some good novellas. Um, there's uh, Daniel Barnett, The Nightmare Land Chronicles, uh, Laurel Hightower. Mm-hmm. Is another and author. Laurel Hightower. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I met her in, in Denver and she's really, really friendly. Um, who else? Uh, there's uh, Tim. Um, I'm going to. Everybody, I'm gonna forget everybody's name now. Um, <laughs> not I'm put on the spot. His new book. Um, geez, I'm already forgetting. And I interviewed him. So uh, Tim, Tim McGregor. Sorry, Tim McGregor. He's another great, um, great horror author right now. Um, so yeah, there's there's a ton of, of really great great horror. Um, uh, Catherine Silva is another one. She wrote The Wild Dark. Has a new book out now. The it's called Orchards. It's a short story that happened after The Wild Dark. That's another great. Uh, author to check out for horror there was just so many great horror books right now and so many great novellas too so it makes it a little bit easier to manage instead of these 600 page Mm -hmm. fantasy books yeah i'm putting out a um is a self-published fantasy blog off and it's a lot of fun yes it is mm-hmm. <laughs> i very yeah. much agree yeah, yeah. I did, yeah there's a, there's there's some great books um that would otherwise as best said perhaps not receive the the well-deserved attention that that's what i love about being part of sbfu and, and being a judge on your bet that you know what it's just yeah fantastic oh Oh, uh, really quickly before I forget, uh, as far as horror goes, there's a book called Negative Space by B.R. Yeager. I just read that one last week, the week before. It's a really great book if you're into dark uh, parallel universes and the occult. And cool. Really, really crazy. So if you're looking for for self-published uh, horror, I've, there's so many I'm sure we'll think of more. Uh, but our friend Layla's here. Uh, she said these are oh, some hi, questions. Uh, the advice about setting up a blog was great. Also about not getting overwhelmed. Uh, where can we read the short stories that Beth mentioned? Um, you know, I read a lot of my short stories on some of the the other big magazines, the other big fantasy magazines. Uh, they're up usually for free once they've been out for a certain amount of time, and some of them even have audio. Uh, and there's also the like the big book of science fiction that gets put out every year, or um, you know best short stories of 2022 by uh shoot it's a pair um the science fiction writers but they they put out a a best of that's got really great stories in it too yeah um but yeah start there and just go down the rabbit hole with some of these authors and a lot of them have them up on their websites too I actually, have, I actually can envision, um, you know, maybe one day you'll see someone like Steve start a self-published horror blog off because that uh, <laughs> that would be so cool. That'd be that'd be so cool, right? So cool. Um, PL, why don't you put this in my head? <laughs> maybe we're all maybe, putting stuff in each other's head like I that. I know. So, maybe we yeah. can put our heads together and figure that out. 
you never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah, talk to talk to some big talk to a big name um horror writer. Yeah. You know, yeah. they think oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's all you need. You just need a big name horror writer to be on board and then he will want people to help him do the the legwork and yeah, there you go. So yeah. I do uh, love the horror. Yeah. I I had the great pleasure of interviewing Graham Masterson. Do you read Graham Masterson at all? I, I haven't. I haven't read him either. That man. I've heard of him definitely. Woo, that man. <laughs> He's twi- I twisted, twisted. I learned about um, Fat Burks from one of his uh, more recent books, the one that I read to interview him about. Apparently, in city sewers, fat builds up on the sides of these big pipes and and hardens and turns into like icebergs of of hardened material just floating around and he created a whole horror story around that freaking terrifying just <laughs> just yeah definitely read him he is uh, he's got so many books 30 or so 30 or 40 books and, uh, Layla said okay uh, I thought you had mentioned one site which was just so I was just checking but thank you yeah. um, uh, I can I can speak from experience because my my professional life does revolve around uh, collection systems and things there there are some huge grease uh, I've seen them as big as a car I mean they, they oh so you know oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so can can confirm. <laughs> that's crazy oh god they're real things oh oh yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i i think um like beth you know because you you're also a big champion one thing i love about you is that you're also a big champion of other blogs there's no such thing as competition warriors for each other you're a big champion of all the other big fantasy sci-fi horror blogs you know yep. um can, you know how did how is it what is it like between you know blog heads running blogs like you know, in terms of, you know, um, doing cross promotional stuff and like support each other. Like how, how does, you know, because you'll see people that, um, you know, they'll blog for one blog, they'll blog for another blog, you know, and, and you all, you know, the heads of these blogs, like yourself, you seem so supportive and encouraging that. And just, you know, like, how does that all, all come together? I have, I have this philosophy that one person's success does not diminish mine. So if another blog is having great success, I want to shout about that. I want I want to bring attention to that. So I try to I try to uh, talk about other blogs. I try to talk about smaller blogs. You know, if I read something cool on a smaller blog, I try to you know publicize that and talk about that and get people to those blogs and stuff. I try to be a I got a tiny little platform and I try to stand on that platform and and shout about stuff you know it's not a it's not a competition so one person's successes do not diminish mine ours Mm -hmm. you know and maybe maybe one day that person will see something cool on our site and be like shouting about our site how cool it is over here that's great that's what we want it's a big happy community of people and as far as as heads of blogs go, um, I do ch- I do chat. Uh, I chat with David from FanFi. Um, Mahir, I talk to Mahir quite a bit. Uh, I've talked to Patrick quite a bit. I'm trying to think of 
other blogs. Uh, Jody from Witty, the Sarcastic Book Club, is one of my best friends. <laughs> she's she's just, awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. We have we have been chatting daily for three years now, two and a half years. We've just become super close. I send her kids presents, and <laughs> she has the coolest kids. Yeah. So. Having been in the in the blog sphere for so long, how has the landscape changed now? Is it with with the way that we're absorbing information with things like YouTube or even like Instagram Reels or uh, something like TikTok, which is a whole other conversation? But how, <laughs> how has that become? Because uh, a blog, it takes time and effort to mm -hmm. sit down and read a blog, whether it's a paragraph or two or or ten, where you can just get on 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 TikTok and watch a thirty second video so yeah. has that made it harder it for to gain traction or is how has that changed over the years with uh, as you know from a, a blog perspective i don't i don't think it i don't think it changed because i think the person who's looking for a review to sit down and read is not the same person who's going to go to TikTok and listen to a 30 second review they're mm -hmm. they're two different types of uh people you know of of what they're looking for. It's completely different. So the people who come to our blog continue to come to our blog, I think, because they're looking for a very specific thing. They may also go to TikTok, but I don't think they're switching over to TikTok. TikTok's not, from what I understand and what I, I'm on TikTok a lot, um, viewing, it's not the same. Like a little bit, hey, this book is really great for 30 seconds is not quite the same mm -hmm. as, you know, the deep in-depth discussion we're having about a book. Well, more power to them. Uh, TikTok is driving sales for a lot of authors, indie and self-pub authors too. There's a huge, uh, uh, for the sexy books, for the sexy fantasy, which is great. They're, it's driving a lot of people to buying those books and it's wonderful. Well. Yeah. I, I think, you know, because I know for me that I, I can only keep up on so many platforms, yeah. social media, like I I'm tapped out. Like I can, I can, Twitter is my main, <laughs> my main jam. And, um, you know, I am on Facebook and Instagram, um, you know, but, and uh, various other platforms like Slack and, and I, I tap, I've, I've totally, I can't do Discord. I just I've tried it. I'm technically in so many Discord groups, and I, I just can't. I can't keep up. Can't participate. You know, between all my responsibilities, writing, working, you know, mm -hmm. all it's like, how are you handling all of your various, you know, especially being so you're 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 a leader in Grimdark Magazine and you're head of before book. How are you handling all this, you know, information and coming at you and requests and then you know keeping up with friends on social media and then obviously. You're such a supportive person. You're always boosting other people like, on Twitter and all this stuff. Like, how are like, are you feeling information overload? Like, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I I tell you, I have two things. I do Twitter, and I do a lot of Twitter, and, and then I do you know, Grimdark Magazine's got a, a chat through Facebook, and that's that's all I really can do. I can't. I've tried trying to do Instagram. I can't, I can't like artfully 
do book pictures. I just, I just can't. And TikTok, I enjoy other people's TikToks. I can't put the mental energy of doing TikTok also. So it's Twitter. That's not so bad, you know. It's I've I've gotten it down to where I can follow stuff a bit. Um, I have Discord. I am wolf woefully behind on chats on Discord, but what am I gonna do? I can only do so much. So it's Twitter. It's Twitter. <laughs> That's what I got. I got I got Twitter, <laughs> and it's been working out. You know. Yes, Steve. You feeling you're feeling the pinch with uh, all the various, you know, keeping up and. Yeah, it's just it's too much. I just don't have the time for it, and it's it's easy to start scrolling and then you lose twenty minutes, yeah. and it's like, what yeah. have I accomplished in this last twenty minutes? I could be reading, or I could be yeah. doing yeah. whatever, you know, doing something else. So yeah, I I do Twitter and I I get on Vero. It's really quiet there on Vero. It's like really relaxed. But I can't do I can't do Facebook. I can't do Instagram and. I think Twitter is the easiest place to to get that interaction because it's hard yeah. to get the interactions on other platforms the way you get it on Twitter and Discord. It's a whole I can't do I can't do Discord. It's just yeah. too much. Yeah. yeah. Fa- Facebook is just yeah. I can't do Facebook. I mean, I'm on Facebook, you know, and but I can't. I follow my relatives and stuff on Facebook, and you know, I just can't do anything else. I don't have the mental energy to do anything else. Because stuff will start to suffer. You know, if I start yeah, to yeah. try and do another thing, stuff is going to start to suffer. Yeah, well, the, these these, plat- these platforms are made to keep you scrolling. So they, mm-hmm. They're engineered to keep your eyeballs fixed on Going, so, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, once you get in that mode, it's hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I also blame people like Steve now, YouTube. You know, like now, again, yeah. I, I've said this on several episodes of Patreon now, like YouTubers, my friends in YouTube community, booktubers specifically, are really starting to guide my reading choices as well. So I might spend, you know, there might be some day during the week, okay, you know, I'm going to go see what what Steve is doing in terms of his TBR and what he's posting in terms of content, what Taylor's doing, mm-hmm. what, you know, what Case Hidden Shelf is doing, or Joanna, or, or, or book, book Blather, or, you know, Leo, Patrick, or, you know, like, like, you know, and you're you're watching this stuff, and yeah, that takes a long time too, right? Uh, I watch so, a lot of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and it it's it's not a bad like, you know, like you said, it's that balance. You know, I think with you know, you have to know. Okay, I've I've been watching this for now. I have to go devote my time to something else, and like I Steve have said, to go to is, bed. Yeah, <laughs> go it, to it, bed. Yeah, I force myself now. No more the last you know, six to eight, like no more electronics at, at bedtime. I read only, I only read. I do not, I turn off my phone. I, you know, if I'm texting my kids or whatever, and you know, I get in bed and just, yeah, I, I, I read, I read and I read physical books cause that's my jam. And uh, I find it helps me sleep. I find it, and plus I'm getting more reading done. I'm more productive with yeah. my reading. And so, but yeah, I, 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 I shut it off at some point. Like I'm done. I really need to do that. I, I really need to do that because I have the problem of like scrolling in bed and the light doesn't, mm-hmm. I guess, allow you to um, yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. yeah, I was the same way like for months. I, yeah, more than months, years. I was doing and I, 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 I said, nope, no more. I'm done. And I, I feel better for it. So, yeah, but it's hard because it is addictive. And, you know, I'm looking to say, okay, 
well, what did, you know, what Steve did or what did Beth say or what, and, you know, and then, you know, okay, I can catch up with them tomorrow. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it happens a lot, right? Some new thing comes out, you want to comment it and you're all excited for somebody and you want to, you know, tweet them out and support them. And, and then, yeah, it gets, yeah. It gets, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can spend that. And then hour, two hours later, oh my gosh, I gotta go. Yeah. I actually have, like I have, I have you, Steve. I have um, Paul. I have a few of my favorite people. I have them on alert. So yeah. when they tweet, yeah. like if Drown Kingdom comes up, I it comes up, I have it on alert and I can retweet it. Oh, oh thank wow. you. Oh, yeah. I'm honored. That, oh my gosh. I try to retweet you so all your all your reviews and stuff. Oh, so on it. Of course. Yeah, I try to do that with with everybody on our team, all the great, amazing authors we have. Yeah, the the talent on our team, the booktubers, the author, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) I don't know what to say. Yeah, Yeah. it's just phenomenal. And that's the team you assemble, right? Like you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, I got, I got one of our team members right here. Ah, yes. Ah, oh, let you see the bright wash. That is uh in hardback. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I, is a special book. Yeah. Special book. Um I, I that was my book of the year um last year in 2021. Like that was, you know, Crystal is just an incredible writer. Um so it sounds like she's getting close to the second one now. We're all I waiting. Just, yes, and bone. Three scenes left today. Yeah. She said wow. three scenes left, and then she said she's gonna um, read a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to the point about electronics, I think the light from the electronics think, tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime, so it yeah doesn't let you kind of get into into sleep mode. Uh, Austin says, "I don't know how Sanderson read so much. I know. I don't know how Patrick reads so much. I, I know." <laughs> Uh, he also says, I can't do TikTok. It melts my brain getting exposed to it even a little bit. Yes. Hey, Aww, John. Hi, John. Aw, oh, that's okay. sweet. <laughs> John's awesome. He's a great yes, guy. Yes, he is. Uh, ever since I joined Twitter, I've been getting to sleep much <laughs> yes. later because of that. Yeah. Charles Tra- Rashmont sounds like a great book. It's on my TBR. John's, John's yep. book is doing really well, too. Yeah. And he's yeah. Really, yeah, it's doing, doing well, getting a lot of traction. So. Yeah, actually, we, I have an interview, John. I am. Uh, we're putting together the interview for you to interview you for, for uh, before we go. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. taking. I'm sorry, it's taking a little bit of time, but we are. We're putting it together. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, about halfway. Good. Halfway done. That's awesome. I can't wait to read that one. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's um. There, and oh, oh yeah. before uh, I just wanted to. Uh, Layla said, ah, I love cool. the Drone Kingdom. Or oh my gosh. Bought the last of the Atlanteans, so, so it's on my TV. On my TV <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that Layla. I didn't realize that Layla, she read it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's I, cool. I'm, I'm completely humbled. Layla. Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. Oh, uh, Layla, just want to mention because uh, Layla comes to chat books with us sometimes. We are doing a Drowned Kingdom uh, deep dive in October. Cool. Not to check the date, but cool. Yes, we we uh yeah, I guess I guess that's something we you know now that Steve said it I can talk but yeah, yeah we're, sorry, we're, did I did I no not at all. No, I, I didn't want to say anything until you said yes. No, so that's the no, plan. No. On you know, with Steve, uh Taylor, um myself, and right now uh, some of the guests as well, Joy uh, Laura Lana from Laura Laura Lullabies, amazing, and um Jenny Wirtz and uh Christian Miles Cameron, Christian Slash Miles Cameron. 
Can so I can I do it too? Can I be can I be sure. like in the background or something? I can I don't have to be like on the screen, but like I can I can I participate? Yeah, of course. You're, you're more than welcome to join anything that we're doing. It's our, our honor, yeah. So thank you so much, there. I, I I'm I'm humbled that you enjoyed my book. So yeah, it's uh, but yeah, I'm sure we're gonna do a, a deep dive and uh, get into the twisted mind of of Lord Arthurin and and all the mayhem that he's up to. So. So uh, and just I'm just so humbled to have people like Steve and 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 all the other people involved to to be willing to you know uh, you know dissect my book and you know talk about it. So yeah, so, very humbled, very humbled. Yeah. Thank you. So it's gonna be good stuff. You're a um, hell of a writer. Yes. So, thank you. Oh, John. <laughs> John, make it move. <laughs> <laughs> just, also, thanks for showing off the hardcover copy of Brightwash. I told Crystal earlier today that I was going to buy it, and you showing it off makes me happy with the choice. Looks fantastic. It is, yeah, it is. Yes. It's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant book. It like, is. And she signed it. Oh, yes. And yes. says, thank you so much for all your support. I'd love, I'm looking forward to getting involved at, um, before we go and getting to know everybody better. And I got their stickers. Uh, how cool is that? Yeah. She's, she's wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. I bought this uh, from, I, uh, I don't know what it's called, like, but you bid on mm -hmm. stuff to support a cause. Mm -hmm. And so I, I bought this to su support a cause. Oh, wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, Layla said, oh, interesting Interesting about the October discussion. The characters have stayed with me, and I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Well, thank you. Well, I'm actually uh, doing, uh, with the wonderful Escapist Tours, uh, I'm going to be touring uh, The Last of the Atlanteans in September. I just signed did... up. Oh, my gosh. What? Really? I signed up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Signed up today. Maybe. I hope I get picked. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so honored. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I'm 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 blown away. But yeah, so October, um, you know, Escapist tours they're amazing. I toured um, a Drowned Kingdom with them. Just just such a professional, great great outfit, Justin Gross, and and now um, I know Jordan uh, Jordan Bucks is also oh. also involved cool. now. So they got they got a really good 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 crew over there so great people so i like yeah, justin so, a lot yeah he's a yeah yeah great guy yeah. so is jordan jordan's amazing amazing oh yeah nice yeah movie. yeah i i saw it today so i signed up i, I a lot of people are signing up so we'll, we'll see we'll see if it's full <laughs> well it's full. i i'm honored that you would do that yeah, thank you it, it, of course so, of course I'm, I'm so honored yeah uh would John say sorry? I'll let Steve read it. I wish I could write messages to people on my signed copies. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> my entry is horrible, but I still do it. I, yeah. I I remember I was so nervous. I think I was trading, like um, trading copies with somebody, and like, oh my gosh, we're ready. But you know, I just okay. I, you know, I can type pretty well. <laughs> so, and <laughs> once said I should have been a doctor with my chicken scratch there, but uh, you know, I. Uh, that's a special feeling when I get to uh, sign a book. So, yeah, as a reader, as somebody on the other side, even if you have chicken scratch, it means a lot to receive a signed copy. It it truly does. Well, yeah. Beth, you know, um, I would be humbled if you accept <laughs> the mine. I've I've always, you know, I've oh, them, I, so. I would I would be I would be honored. It would go in pride of place in my library. 
Well, thank you. Well, well, we will definitely make that happen then. Yeah. Make that happen. Yeah, make but happen. yeah. So, John, you you should sign your books. You really should, even if it's just chicken scratch. Uh, Justin Call. Do you guys know Justin Call? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Have you read his books? On my TBR again, Master Ooh. Artificer. Yeah, and I, I know it's just, just <laughs> right up my alley. Just you can just tell when a book's gonna be up your alley. Oh so, my God, that yeah. that that series. He, he, when I read the first book, um, I realized that I was reading somebody who was going to become one of the classic fantasy writers is so good. Uh, he does something really cool with his books. He signs them in blacklight oh, or wow. like with a blacklight pen. Yeah, black light pen yeah. And so he hides messages throughout the book oh, just wow. for fun, just for fun, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's they're they're definitely. I'm I'm pretty sure 2023 I'll be getting to them. 2023 is looking stacked, but they're Justin is definitely on my. They're TV chonky. Right. They're chonky. But you know, I love my chonkers. <laughs> I love my chonkers. I love just losing myself in. You know, I just recently read um, two chonkers by great authors that Steve and I had on uh, page chewing, uh, and you know, one remember the blog. Um, you know. Uh, Thomas Howard Riley and uh, his book We Break Mortals. Oh, oh man! Yeah, <laughs> another yeah. team member. Another team member. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas can he can write he can write him some books, man. And another <laughs> another great writer, uh, Mark Timoney, The Blood of the Spear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you like Wheel of Time, that's your book. Like that's your that's your book. I have a Wheel of Time book here somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, there you go. Which is hard. Oh, it's not about, it's not, John, it's not about a message or it's just personalization. You know, it means a lot to have a, a book that's signed or it's personalized or it's just, it's a, it's just a little, it's not something you have to do. It's just nice. It's really nice to get something like that, you know? But um, back to Justin's book. So the first book is kind of like nice fantasy. It's a little dark, but it's nicer. Um, Eleni described the second book as somebody riding a bicycle down a hill that is on fire. <laughs> it's just, he just, he let it all out. He just, Justin just let it all hang out. And it, it just... <laughs> It went from sweet and nice to like straight grim dark. Mm. <laughs> it's so great. Definitely on my TBR high. That's oh. that's one of those books that yeah. And along with Ryan Cahill's books, again, like he's really blown up to completely blown up. You know the scene in uh, in 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 it. he's he's changing the game in indie fantasy. He's uh, I, I I Ryan Cahill. He's he's someone to really really pay attention to um you know daniel t jackson who was also on beth mm -hmm. who was also on uh an episode of page chewing and tom dumbrell like grading authors and illborn oh illborn was like you said <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, steve i think you i think you'd love illborn i think you'd love illborn it's it's it's, it's got yeah it, it's it's a bit like r scott baker in a way it's a bit hmm. it's got a bit of that vibe I think it, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. So, but so many great authors out there. But I find Beth, I'm not sure how you're feeling. Like I'm finding now that my reading, my TBR is pretty well 
it's getting 60 40 60 40 indies now it's really indies yeah. are really taking over like it's gone back and forth the one there's been some months when it's been almost exclusively indies mm -hmm. but how's your tbr are you finding that with your tr yeah i read i read a lot a lot of indie books now, probably yeah, probably 50 50 especially with um sbfbo i read a lot of indie books you know i've gone back and read most of the finalists or most of the the winners and stuff you know um and i've read a lot of the finalists from the last i don't know eight years so i've read a lot of them it's actually you're the one that inspired me to i have i had the months this year where i divided my reading into and you're the one that inspired me to do sbfbo winners because i realized i hadn't read uh -huh. um the vast majority of them so i was like okay well you know, thanks to beth i'm gonna you know put that as a big part of my agreement and well and that's when i read gray bastards got to read uh rain and ruin the previous champion oh so good <laughs> yeah, i knew it was great really great <laughs> and uh and and the thief who pulled on troubles great mm -hmm. like you know short book but steve i think you really like that one too short punchy grim, punchy like punchy. It, yeah it's 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 really good and, uh, also, one of my favorite books, uh, problem with the titles, uh, the one with, about money. It's got money in the. Or economics. Economics is great. <laughs> economics is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's definitely that's one I'll have to get to. So I hear it's really funny. Like, like your yeah. message, like. It's like, light. Uh, yeah. It's lighter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just fun. <laughs> one of, a, one of, sorry, go ahead. I was saying it's a nice counterpoint. If you're doing something dark, you want to read something lighter afterwards. It's easy to read. I really got to get to uh, Beth. Another great person that Beth has brought uh, one of one of our colleagues in the blog. Beth has brought on board GM McNair. He's so funny. He's just I haven't read his stuff. He was uh, a finalist in the self-published science yes. fiction. It, it's baseball. The the self the science fiction version of. Uh -huh. It's self self-published science fiction contest. Contest, yeah. Yeah. And you've read his stuff, Beth. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm um the first uh when you open the book, uh, my quote is what the hell did I just read? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great blurb. <laughs> like what the hell did I just read? <laughs> Which pretty much encompasses the entire series. Just <laughs> he's just hilarious. His sense of, he is just oh my gosh, he's just a riot. <laughs> he he is so he is an actual honest to god rocket scientist. Like it's just mm -hmm. he's a rocket scientist who also happens to be a comedy writer. So funny. And the, that's the kind of kind of talent we have on this blog. Right? Yeah, that it just. That I've been trying to get him to do. <laughs> I might be the only one who thinks this is really funny, but I want to do a series on the blog where we do Tinder profiles of characters from books. <laughs> I, I think that's awesome. Oh That'd be God. awesome. I would think it's so funny. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like, some of them would be like, let's do Jorg, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm a murderous, uh, you know, <laughs> but I like I like long walks on the yeah. beach yeah. <laughs> and murder, murder and murder. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. I think that's okay. You have to do that now. You can't put that um, out there on page chewing with people watching and not do that. You, you have to do that. <laughs> I gotta, you gotta get um, Ganesh to do it. Like, yeah, he's the funny one. Oh, yeah, he's the yeah, one. yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's funny as heck. So, yeah, yeah. there's I want to do that series and then I want to do a series of featuring a novel either set in or written by an author from every country in the world a fantasy or science fiction book because there's a whole world of books out there that we don't necessarily are not exposed to and i would love to be able to put that up on the site and talk about it there's so many now. even if it's just a book talking about like local legends or you know that kind of stuff yeah i think that would be really fun really cool huge project just oh, yeah. stupid big project but be fun a couple think... couple years that's fine that's <laughs> <laughs> fine, that's fine. <laughs> and, uh, our friend misspell oh, author of, uh, of oath oath broken also on my tbr yes, yep. <laughs> yeah, also my tbr that i have to read uh, great guy and uh, M's Booknook is here. M is a Emily is a great uh, reviewer and also an author. So, oh. and who hasn't checked out oh, her channel? Go check it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is it? What does M write? What does she write? Uh, I think I believe she's writing a horror novella, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Horror. Yeah. Got right. my attention. Got to yeah. yeah. Got to get that on the TBR as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. John just put up Tinder profile of Logan Nine Fingers. <laughs> uh, uh, likes pensively considering things in a philosophical manner, and a no-nonsense man who has a bit of a temper. Temper when when the bloody nine, you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Oh my God, uh, it's so funny. Snuggles and friendships. <laughs> oh, you guys are getting oh, my vibe. Awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Austin. <laughs> oh, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it's and, and it's um it's funny to see that you know when I when I started getting into the community, you know, so many writers, um, you know, like you, you come into the especially the industry, and everybody is 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 not just looking up to. The Joe Abercrombies and the Mark Lawrence's, but mm -hmm. looking up to the to the Clayton, uh, the Clayton Snyder's and the Michael Fletcher's and the Ben Galleys and the, the yep. you know the Derek Ashton's and the it's just like wow like and then but then again you start talking to these people and it's like they're just normal great down folks. to earth normal, amazing people that you know. Speaking of Derek Ashton, <laughs> I uh, I think I'm like the uh, the head of his fan club. <laughs> <laughs> He just seems hilarious. Every yeah. every single time it comes up, like what's one of your favorite books? I mention, you know, Turnus, Dirk Ashton, everybody, Dirk Ashton, yeah. like the head of his fan club. I love that series. He's yeah. brilliant. Another series that again must read. Haven't got to quite yet, but must must on the TBR. You know. Oh, it's it's wonderful, and it's not it's not a difficult read. Like it's. Um, engaging but not one that it's not malazan yeah, yeah you know, you know what i'm saying i understand, I understand. yeah 
I understand. Yeah, I really got I really gotta get to that one. Steve's had him on the show, uh-huh. right? You're you you've had on, on your uh your interviews uh, before. It seems really like a inter- guy. really interesting guy, yeah. 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 It seems it seems yeah. like a great guy. Yeah. 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 I watch or I listen to his uh, podcast that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't even remember what it's called. Swords Swords and Spells or Swords and Swords and Sorcery? Is there Sword, sorcery? Yeah. Is that the one he does with like Fletch and yeah. um, Hayes, and they've had like Will White's been on there. Like, yeah, he's, he's it's been, a good podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. There's so much good stuff going on. You can't keep up, right? It's hard to keep up. <laughs> like, it's hard. Like, Steve's like, I I live by one thing I have to watch every single um, is Steve's Friday conversation. Hmm. That is like, Steve's Friday conversation is like, wow. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter who's on there. It's always just great. Right? <laughs> and and his, his guests vary so much, but it's always just amazing. I'm lucky enough to have been on, I think, two or three myself, but yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we should we should do an interview together. Yeah. Dave, you and I should do an interview together of someone. Of course, yeah. Yeah, somebody, yeah. you know, somebody we've both read and we can go for it. We can pitch yeah. it. Yeah. There you go. Wait, yeah. we can pitch it. We can put it up on YouTube and put it up on the site. Double the fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. well, there's a whole bunch of people that could that could involve. Is that to... Oh yeah. Oh oh, you know what? Ganesh is on Twitter. Let me see if I can get him over here. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, he's just a character. That guy, man. He's just like wow. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's he's funny as hell. Just naturally, some people have to work it. He does not have to work it. No, mm-hmm. no, he really doesn't. It's that big rocket scientist brain of his. Just got the humor. He's got the humor down pat. So, <laughs> okay, come over to YouTube. He will. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He, he's something else. And best. So, you know, do you have so um, what things you've already talked about? A lot of amazing things you got on the horizon. All these great ideas, and you know, percolating. Like, what's some other stuff on the horizon you think that's coming for either Grim that you can talk about? Obviously, you can't talk about it for Grimdark Magazine or or before we go blog. Like big stuff that that you think is, is um, coming down the pipes that you can talk about. I'm trying to trying to think of well. Yeah, I can't talk about the October issue just yet. October issue is stacked, though. I'll, I'll give a hint. I have two stories from two authors that are uh, finished trilogies that have written uh, short stories to go with the finished trilogies. Yeah. Okay. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds tantalizing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've got I've got um, a horror writer, and I've got. Oh, he said, "What's on YouTube?" <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Steve; he'll come over. <laughs> and you. <laughs> okay, doing a live chat. Uh, see if he can get him to. Because he's God, he's funny. Oh yeah, he's he's like, he is, he's freaking hilarious. Yeah, it, it's funny with these. You know, I talk about big things. That's like, 
you know, I look back now and, and when people start messing me with page chewing, people mess me now, okay, who's coming on next? Or it's like, you don't realize sometimes, you know, what you've created, what you've helped create, like what you've been a part of, like, like I said, I'm so honored that Steve is, has created this space, this platform. And, you know, now him and Taylor and I, we kind of share the, the call season. And it's, it's, I, I, I don't know what to say. We're, we're booked the rest of the year. We're pretty well booked into next year. Like we, like we, you know, now it's the problem is fitting people in rather than finding people that want to come on. It's just, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> As, as far as stuff going on before we go, um, I'm currently in the process of moving the site to its own server. So it'll be much, much faster. Uh, you know, have better access to stuff. Um, uh, Dan's got a really cool thing in the hopper with romance writers, romance fantasy mm. writers, and that's coming up. He's really going, he's really going for that. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's just more SBFBO. I want to get us into SBFBO nine also. You know, so that's, that'll be that's exciting. My, yeah, that's exciting. If, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I don't have anything I'm like. I, I'm just realizing I really should get something going. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much already going on. Right? <laughs> I feel like you should get something cool going. <laughs> yeah. There's already so much going on. It, like I said, I don't know how you do it all and keep up. And you know, it's just incredible what you're what you've been doing for so long, right? Like that's just you're a, you're a staple <sighs> in the community that we all we all look up to. So I'm I'm just excited about how many people have come by the site. How many people come by every day to see what we're up to? Um, I think we hit 240,000 hits on the website. What? Yeah. What? Total, total, 240,000, 250,000. Nice. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Yeah. That's something like crazy. That. Yeah. Something like that. Like individual people coming by to see the site. This just blows my mind. Wow, yeah. congratulations, Beth. That is outstanding. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, Jared had a question. How are you guys feeling about SP I was doing it wrong, SPFBO this year? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like our group is the group of death. Like we have so many good books in our group. Yeah. 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 I, we have amazing talent and it kills me that we have to yeah. excise everything but one like yeah we just that's the nature of the contest yeah yeah you know? it's it's um i think with sbfbo um this year being a judge and watching beth and the veterans like jason acock and you know mm -hmm. like you know you you you, you know because Initially, you're like, I have to find a way to get this book, you know, forward to like, but then you realize, but you know, then there, there's a standard, right? There's a certain standard. That's Beth and 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 Jason and Jody and the veterans have definitely shown me that there's a standard, and, and it's an exacting standard. And like you said, you feel horrible because there's some good books that just can't won't make it out. This will, and it's and it's not that they're not great books. It's just that judged yeah. against this other book, it's. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's. But as I'll tell you, one thing that we do on our site is we try to write really good reviews because in every single book there is something to love. 
there's something to talk about that's positive. And so if a book is not working for us, it's going to work for other people. So let's talk about that. Yeah. John's comment, if I can, if I may, Steve, just yeah, was course. great. Even if my book was short lived, it definitely propelled me so much farther. I would, yeah. I would have guessed that's exactly it. And John, you know what? I'm sure your book was fantastic on my TBR. Um, it was you know, a great I, review too. Yeah. I remember the review for that really good review for that. Yeah. 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 Great review. And you know what? Uh, there's a lot of great, great books that get cut in the first round, the semifinal round, but Ryan Cahill's who won a stabby. His book did make it to the seventh. Yeah, it's you know, I, it's, it, you know, it's it's not. Yeah, it's it. Uh, it's also dependent upon which group you get, mm -hmm. you know. And there's not much to be done about that. We're just, I have I have a really big group because I wanted a lot of different voices. I don't want to just have you know one person, two people, three people who are very specific and what they like. I wanted for us to have more voices, and so. You know, still, everything's got to go except one. It just kills me. It's It just kills me. <laughs> so many good books. Uh, yeah. Joe says, yes, but I was like, oh, my God, I don't envy any of your Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's tough. It's, 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 <laughs> it's tough knowing that, you know, as Beth said, not everything will advance. And not just that, but but even though you give that endorsing review, which we all try to do that, you know, if the book is, 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 is a book that we endorse, you try and give that positive feedback, you know, positive feedback, 80% and, and, and critique 20%, you still, you know, inside you worry that, you know, okay, well, will someone, will someone still think it's not cut some mustard because it has it advanced and that's just not the case, right? It's not, no, that's not, yeah. it's not about, winning this contest it's about the journey and it's about getting your book out there because it's 300 different books you have to go against and the odds of winning are very small but it's it's not about winning and i could tell you as someone who's been cut right and didn't make it past the first round that you know again just as as john said my book but my the traction that my book got from sp fear was incredible it really helped help push my book into the the spotlight and because of that subsequently on the heels of that i i was fortunate enough to get yes get picked up by Beth, and it just <laughs> it was you know. really funny story about that because you were in the contest and you had talked to me about wanting to be on the team for next year right or you want i don't remember was it on the team and then um can you guys hear me okay yeah. okay yeah next and, year Hey, yeah. And I said, well, you know, we can't really talk about that because we haven't, you know, addressed your book yet and stuff. And then that day, <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. It just happened to be timing. I'm like, okay, well, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's the best, it's the best cut that I ever, that I ever got. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and I just want to say as an author and now as a judge that, um, you know, yes, of course, you'd be disappointed. And yes, you're going to feel that, you know, okay, well, I, I didn't measure up or, you know, what, and you compare yourself to others. And, you know, I, I, I was in the blog of death, you know, yes. I, in that blog, we had Rob Hayes, uh, you know, uh, Ben Galley, uh, Clayton, Clayton <laughs> Snyder. Like, I mean, I mean, you, you, and those are just some of the options. I mean, there's other great authors that maybe aren't as well known, but there were great, yeah. there were a lot of great books. Like, I mean, I looked at my my group. I was like, 
There's absolutely no way. And people, you know, I had friends who were saying, oh, you know, your book has a really good chance of advancing, get to some. I was like, no. Look at the, look at the, <laughs> no, look at the people in, you know, you know, maybe if they weren't there, but I might, but look at the people that are my book. And, but, and, but the thing is, what I love, and Beth will attest, because obviously someone who's been involved with it from, from near the beginning, and it's got a lot more experience than me, that, you know, um, there's always going to be surprise surprise book that nobody's really talking about that just comes out of nowhere we call and... it the dark horse it's the dark horse yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 there might be a dark horse just saying <laughs> for this year there may be a dark horse yeah uh, uh, yeah yes last year was rough because i had read all three of the the books that got to the semifinals for our group and it was it was just it was impossible to pick between them it was yeah <laughs> I, I loved i i loved all three books yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but but the caliber is just every year i honestly believe the caliber just keeps if if, if it's possible because you look at the previous year, go, oh my gosh, you can't get any better. And then you read, and that it's just the caliber has just gotten just so high. Mm -hmm. And 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 the 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 yeah, the you know, and a lot of authors are going to um they're gonna really their careers are really gonna be propelled forward by just by virtue of entering, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's 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 and meeting people. I, from what I understand, there's an SPFBO like authors group or whatever. We can sit there and chat with other authors and make connections, and it's about the journey for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Austin had a, a great comment. These comments really are what makes everything worth it. Uh, it says, "Thank you all very much for the chat and for the vibes. I'm having a better day thanks to you all. Oh. Great time. Oh, thank, thank you, Austin. Austin. That's guy. wonderful. Uh, John says Luke's review was fantastic and got other reviewers yeah. requesting yeah. my book. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's about. And Jared says, Steve helped <laughs> talk me into submitting to <laughs> SPFBO. It was very high anxiety. Yeah, it's scary. Mm -hmm. yeah. Putting yourself out there is scary. Yeah, it is really scary. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I got through SPFBO largely because I was in a group of, of incredible friends and authors, um, you know, amongst them, Holly Tinsley, mm -hmm. Tim Hardy, um, Krista Matar, Bjorn Larson. Um, you know, Sean Crow, like a bunch of, you know, really uh, amazing authors and, and people, right? And and they got, and and as some of us made it to one round and got cut and some kid dancing, you know, it, it just, you know, it, the the camaraderie and the ability to commiserate and, and solve each other's triumphs and cry each other's shoulder when, when things didn't, or you got a bad review or you got cut or things didn't go well, you know that that's that's you can't put a price on that right and as best said it's all about those relationships that you form long after that will you know long after sbfo was done long after your books books out of there you know and 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 there's only one winner you know there's only one winner mm -hmm. you know um and and the believe me the 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 top those top 10 books are all amazing books every single one of them is good and one way or another, you know, it might not be your cup of tea, but it's a good book. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely a good book. Yeah. So. These, uh, these always, the time always flies when we're doing these, but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 oh wow. 
but uh, you know, we want to want to respect your time. But I always like to ask this question of all of our guests because I think you learn a lot about them. Is uh, what was your first job, and what did you learn from that experience? Uh, my first job. Huh? Well, I slung chicken. I was a chicken slinger. <laughs> <laughs> what did that entail? <laughs> Or do we want to know? <laughs> I worked at a place called Farm Basket, and it uh, was a fried chicken restaurant. And uh, yeah, like I prepped. It was basically Kentucky Fried Chicken, but like, but you know, the Las Vegas version of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And yeah, I worked there when I was fifteen. I made four dollars an hour. Four four ten an hour. I'm dating myself here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my that was my first job. I smelled like chicken. No matter what I did, I smelled like like chicken, fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> de fried chicken it was my perfume. <laughs> I dropped I dropped a spatula in the fry pit and reached oh. in to grab it in the fry oh, pit. No. Oh, yeah, that was that was the end of my. Uh, my chicken slinging days. Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, you know, it was okay. I got my hand in water and stuff, but yeah, that was the end of my chicken slinging. And then I uh, worked at a movie theater for years. Um, and then I worked at a art store for years and I was a lifeguard. I taught, uh, kids who were drowning or near drowning victims they specialized in that kind of oh um, amazing. Uh, sure. teaching and then i graduated from college and i have i'm an architect landscape architect by oh, wow by trade so i did that for a long time and then when the the recession hit the the one in 2008 mm -hmm. i lost my job like every person in Las Vegas lost their job and uh, that was the end of doing architecture and I moved to Portland and I had a baby and now I'm a stay-at-home mom raising a very precocious seven-year-old daughter who likes anime and <laughs> reads at a sixth seventh grade level wow and yeah she's and she's uh almost five feet tall she's seven wow. oh, oh my goodness wow yeah she comes tall stock i'm six foot and my husband's six four. Oh, oh wow yeah wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah yeah so i you know my husband's an engineer and i stay home and i take care of my parents and my my mother has polio um Sorry. and so that's it's crazy to even say, but she, uh, she has, my mother was one of the last kids in the U S to get polio in the fifties before the vaccine really came about. And she had polio on her right leg and her right hip, I guess. And one of the things they don't tell you about polio is that it comes back when you're elderly. Mm, it's like, the, yeah, it's called post polio syndrome. I think mm. anyway, your leg and your hip, and whatever part of your body uh, gets very weak, and so she's in a wheelchair right now, trying to trying to walk, 
and my dad is in late stage heart failure. So we are, so we are, it's okay. I run them to their appointments and I spend a lot of time with my folks and I'm, I'm better for it. And you now they really helped me uh, develop a love of reading. You now that put books, any book I wanted, like I was reading Stephen King at 11. I don't know if that's wise, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz yeah, great, does not get writer. the love. Dean yeah, Koontz does not get the love. Incredible yeah. Writer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so that's 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 what I do. I still use my um, art, artistic stuff. I really try to do that on the website with, you know, the way that oh, it's phenomenal stuff. posts and stuff. Yeah, you do a um, phenomenal job of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm having to learn on the go, though. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm learning and putting put stuff together. And it doesn't look like a learner. It looks like <laughs> yeah, it's very much stuff. learning. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Didn't know anybody in the U.S. still have polio. Yes. Yes, polio is making a comeback. Mm -hmm. There are some cases in Sadly. New York. If I... Sadly, yep. yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and as somebody who sees it daily, I can't. It, it is not something you want. Like it's not just a little, a little thing that happens. It's yeah. Hmm. But she's a fighter. She's a professional artist. She was, wow. she, yeah. She designed signs on the strip, the lights and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here talking about my no. mom. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Glad to hear. And my dad um, was a nuclear technician at the test site. He watched the nuclear bombs go off for <laughs> 37 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he ran all the the data wires into the ground to. Mm -hmm you know, capture all the information about the shots. They're called shots. And he, you know, the ones above ground that they did and he would collect all the data and get it to the Department of Energy. Hmm. No, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, no pressure. He's, there's a museum and stuff here for the Museum of the Atomic Testing. Hmm. He's in it. Stuff is cool. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Neat. He'd, I didn't know any of this because he wasn't allowed to talk about it until I was in my twenties. I had no idea what I did. <laughs> Top secret. Yeah, seriously, he had secret yeah. clearance. He's like, I work for the Department of Energy. <laughs> like, wow. I don't know what you do. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh wow, Beth, this has been so incredible having you on the show. Like, just thank you so much for making this uh this 25th episode, which again is a hallmark episode for Steve and I and Taylor, who's not here, couldn't join us, but uh, for the three of us, you've just made it so special. And, oh. you know, thank you so much for your incredible leadership before we go blog. And of course, with Grimdark Magazine, but especially for us who, uh, who are part of your your team, we're, we're honored and we're humbled oh. and, and uh, we can't wait to see what where we're going next. It's we gonna got, be a nice long ride. We got stuff to do. We got stuff to do. There's yeah. got stuff on the horizon. <laughs> Thank uh, you for you, having me. You guys was... planted a seed, so uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm honored. Very much so. Yeah, thank you. Beth, where just quickly before you go, where so where can we find you? Social media handles, platforms, where can we uh you can find me, of course, on Twitter at Beth Tabler. It's extremely original. Uh, <laughs> you 
can find find us on beforewegoblog.com. Um, you can look me up on Goodreads. If you type in Beth Tabler, I'll pop okay. up. I'm actually an author on Goodreads. I have authorial credit for some of the magazines for um, Grimdark Magazine, which I think is the coolest thing ever. Okay, that was total goals. Total goals. Uh, yeah, and you can find me on Instagram that I never use, and it's Elizabeth Tabler. Mainly <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. If you, if anybody wants anything, just DM me. My DMs are open. You know, one day we will open up our review stack, but it's just we have so many yeah. reviews yeah. going. But we will. I have some great reviewers, some very prolific reviewers that write. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and thank you to everybody who came. That was that was lovely. I love chatting with everybody here. Yeah, it was, it was amazing to have you. Mr. Steve, how do we get a hold of the International Man of Mystery? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at Steve Talks Books or on pagechewing.com. Or, of oh. course, before we go blog. Yeah. Yeah. And Vero. And Vero, yeah. <laughs> that's all my personal stuff i post pictures of my dogs and stuff that nobody cares about over there so you have a dog i care i have five dogs <laughs> five dogs yeah this guys a busy man i don't know how he does either kids dogs five, man. work yeah. Yeah. amazing i have i have one dog that thinks it's a cat <laughs> a cog handsome jack his name is handsome jack if you guys play Borderlands at all, he is just yeah. like Handsome Jack. Yeah, that's my cat. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. And PL, where can we find you? Yes. Uh, Twitter. That's that's my my where I lurk. Um, you know, at PL Stewart writes. It's just pretty well the same on all my social media handles, Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Instagram a bit more more active than Facebook, but. Twitter is really where I, I hang out. Uh, websites, uh, com. That's where you find about the books, the Drown Kingdom saga, and, and all that fine stuff. Before we go blog, again, I'm so honored to be part of, of Best Team. I'm an assistant editor yes. there along with, um, you know, uh, some other great assistant editors mm -hmm. and, and writers and YouTubers and all these amazing people. So you can read my reviews on Before we Go Blog. Um, you can read them on Goodreads. Um, I also uh, do, uh, as Beth has been for much longer than I done author interviews on my website, I do uh, what's called Six Elemental Interviews, named after my Six Elemental Goddesses that I interview uh, writers in the community, written form. Fantastic. So, you forgot you. to mention that they're quite good. They're very, very, very good. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. And of course, the big, the big amazing part of my life recently that's been this, come this new incredible thing that we're doing is being part of Steve top chat Steve's channel and Taylor's channel for a uh, page two I, I, like I said 25 episodes I don't know I, I can't believe yes. we've gotten like, <laughs> to 25 like and the people if you look back and look at the guests we've had on it's just it's crazy yeah <laughs> it's just totally Steve and I and Taylor we have a chat group and we're just, it's just like <laughs> I, I don't know like I don't know you know but and and we have so many more plans so Keep watching page chewing. It's you know I think it's becoming one of those kind of places to be to find out you know to see see these creatives and it's all about featuring them and you know mm -hmm. uh, getting people to know them and their writing and all about them and they're fabulous people. So mm -hmm. check it out. 
Steve's channel. <laughs> and Taylor's channel. And, and Taylor's channel. channel. Steve's yes. channels, Taylor's channel, and they have everything bookmarked. So yes. that, you know. Mm -hmm. And the big highlight for me, of course, is working with Steve and Taylor because they're just incredible. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Too kind. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming by. And of course, Beth, thank you for taking the time. And the PL, it's always my a pleasure. pleasure. How much fun was that, guys? How much fun that was, was that? Amazing. Thank you so much. It was a blast. <laughs> so thanks, everyone. I hope you all have a great week coming up. We'll, we'll yes. talk to everyone soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.